0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the I'll Take the Glass podcast. I'm Taylor.
1: And I'm Preston. No matter what's in it, grab a glass. And, and let's be
0: life together.
1: together. All right, babe, we're back recording another episode. Yep. Got a fun one today. Something that obviously is near and dear to both of our hearts and something that you kind of pioneered for us. So I'm excited to get into it. Uh, we'll be talking about a uh, family mission statement uh, yeah. and just kind of what that looks like how to create that, how to use that and filter things through that. And uh, we'll get into all that in just a second. Question I wanted to ask you before. Okay. This is important.
0: I'm a little nervous because I don't know what the question is, but we'll see.
1: Do you drink or eat soup? Uh, Both. (laughs) That's not an option.
0: So I have to choose if I can only choose
1: one. I'm drinking it. No, not like, what would you personally do? I'm saying the idea of soup. Do you oh. eat soup or do you drink <laughs> soup?
0: Drink. Cause you, you mainly drink it because you, I mean, if it like, if it's tomato soup, you have to drink that. But if okay. I say you can only eat soup, then you can't have tomato soup anymore. So like people who have tomato soup, that's kind of tragic.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, i think you're wrong but okay so what do you do then you eat soup yeah you eat soup you have to eat soup
0: but what if you only had the choice if like somebody was saying you can only eat this or you can only drink this then you miss out on all the broth but like think if i have like chicken noodle i can drink right. the noodles too and just kind of chew okay. it as i'm going are
1: you, are you gonna drink the chunks of chicken in there like, what?
0: <laughs> that too like i can drink the soup and no, it'll you... flow in my mouth and then I just chew it there <laughs> i
1: mean absolutely I, not like, there's no way you have to eat soup all right so then let me ask you this do you eat or drink yogurt oh
0: i'm gonna say eat it only because you
1: can chew through it Like you, in theory, like I know you don't have to chew yogurt, but you can.
0: No, because I'm thinking about my granola. Like I add granola in it, so I have to eat. But if like we were looking at the kids, they use the yogurt things squeezes. And so they have to drink that.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to agree to disagree. What I've learned in marriage, though, is that you're always right. So I'm (laughs) going to say (laughs) that.
0: So I don't even know how we're having. This. I will
1: say though, I'm not drinking chicken. Never <laughs> in my life will I drink chicken or drink noodles. So well,
0: yeah, well, I think I'm right. So I guess the listeners will just have to tell us: Do you eat or do you drink soup? And then do you eat or do you drink yogurt? DM us and let us know because we clearly cannot decide okay we do have a question from a listener though that i want to ask before we get started this is from kalani j when was your actual first date and what did y'all do so actual first date was valentine's which Uh, was like a month and a half after we actually started talking
1: it depends on what you would say like a date like do you have to go out to date. Like, if it's a go-out date, the first time we went out together would have been to Texas Roadhouse.
0: So that was before Valentine's, then?
1: Yeah. Because like Valentine's,
0: Valentine's, you fell asleep at the movie that we went to go see,
1: <laughs> which is pretty typical of you. That wasn't the first Valentine's we were together. Yes, it no, was. Because the first Valentine's we were together, I. Went and picked up Olive Garden and flowers and surprised you at your apartment where your mom was, and you didn't tell me. So I met your mom (laughs) standing at the door with flowers and Olive Garden and all kinds of stuff in my hands, having no idea what I was about to walk into. So that was awesome. But Um,
0: then we went to go see a movie. We went to see one with like Kevin Hart or something. You fell asleep. That was
1: later. We both fell asleep first off. So yeah, life under the bus. No, we both fell asleep in Minions. But this was later. That wasn't the same Valentine's.
0: Oh, um, well, either way, you fell asleep. So Man, thanks for that. On Valentine's Day. I mean, no. Anyway. our
1: first our first real date that we went out like we got dressed and went out was to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. In Temple. Uh Yeah. Temple, it, Texas. Shout out.
0: And I love. Well, I still do really like Texas Roadhouse, but I think I like burned myself out from it. But that was like my favorite restaurant. Yeah. And their cinnamon butter is like it, it's gold but um so if you don't live in texas then you have to have somebody mail some cinnamon butter to you or get the recipe they're outside of texas oh well it's called texas roadhouse yeah. does that make sense
1: okay i'm about to look it up
0: okay well you can look it up later so but we do we are gonna get uh kicked off with our family mission statement so yeah,
1: absolutely okay i'm gonna come back to you on the texas roadhouse because i don't think you're right just like soup um All right. So transitioning into family mission statements. Okay. So we have a family mission statement. We actually have spent a ton of time talking about it. Uh, just kind of a family mission, family motto. Um, and we created that, we wrote it down. You've actually gone the extra mile. We have it printed out. It's in our living room. Um, it's something that, yeah, it's framed and it's something that we talk about, uh, and we try to live by, but, Like, just big picture-wise, like, just to get us started, what is a family mission statement? Um, And then, like, just tell us about that.
0: Yeah, so I remember being in church at one point and hearing uh, actually multiple pastors talk about it. But I think the one that really stuck out to me was Pastor Robert Morris, because he just said that they— like printed it on this big poster and then everybody signed it, which is right now ours is on computer paper in a frame, which eventually I want to get it printed out like bigger and have all everybody sign it like our kids. But, um, I think we had kind of actually started talking about it before. So we had already kind of had the mission statement, not realizing that we did. And then when he talked about it, it was more like, oh yeah, it's a great idea to print it out and actually write it down. Cause before you and I just had ongoing discussions But I mean, if you look at a job, like even where we work, we have mission statements, like schools have mission statements, like everywhere you go has some kind of mission statement because the reality is we all operate out of our values and pretty much our mission statements most of the time reflect our values or our goals. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just think um, when we were talking about it, we really wanted to define what our family looked like. And it's kind of, it's honestly a little bit easier when it comes to having a discussion or a conversation with our four year old, because she knows we ask her, what's the family mission? And then we ask her, well, what is what just happened? Something, a reflection of that. Like if she's, you know, we have to discipline her in a sense, like, or have conversation hard conversations with her or something like that. Um, And then it also kind of checks me at times too, because I walk by it and I read it and I look at it and I'm like, Ooh, probably what I just did does not reflect our family mission. So I just think it's important because a lot of people don't think about it when in reality, they they already have a family mission. Um, But putting it on paper where you can see it and you can reflect from it. And I mean, we pretty much do everything out of that mission statement, I would say, would you agree with that?
1: Right? Yeah, no, I definitely would. I think that Kind of like you alluded to, I think early on in our relationship, we talked about um, like, okay, what did we want marriage to look like? What did we want our relationship to look like? Um, Mm -hmm. And then especially as we started having kids, we talked about, okay, well, what do we want parenting to look like? What do we want our family dynamic to look like? And so just in spending time having those conversations, we kind of developed this idea that like, all right, if there's an umbrella way of life like an umbrella filter that we can Mm -hmm. live through to define that would be xyz and so then we spent time we talked through it created it and that's kind of where we've been ever since and uh we'll get into kind of the nuts and bolts like you alluded to discipline you alluded to living by it and stuff like that we'll get into all the nuts and bolts of that in a second but just for the sake of listeners or like I know I'm a big learn by example so like what what is our family mission
0: yeah so our family mission is in a in a as a whole is to love god love people and to love ourselves and to use words of life basically and then for you and I specifically to create an environment that we want to return to so that our kids want to return to that we want to return to um, and then we kind of have some three questions at the bottom and it says, is it true? Is it kind? Is it helpful? And I can't take credit for that. Those three questions. Cause I actually got that from um, uh, John Acuff, a writer, listening to him, but basically just saying like, are the statements that we are making, are they true? Are they kind? Are they helpful? And then even what we're telling ourselves, is it mm-hmm. true? Is That's it kind? Right. Is it helpful? And so I think, at first you and I kept talking about, okay, our mission is to love God and to love people. Well, yeah. I mean, that's obviously a thing that I'm pretty confident that God wants us to do too. But to go a step further, I think sometimes we forget, like, we're supposed to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be kind to ourselves. We're supposed to tell our th- ourselves things that are true and that are helpful because that's what God wants for us. And so as we kind of just hashed that out a little bit more, I think we kind of got to the point where we added that element of it. And, and I would say that probably just came about in the last year or so, yeah. especially seeing Blakeland and then just the two of us just being in this world. I mean, everybody's throwing things at you that aren't true, that don't help. It's not gonna help you facilitate loving yourself and doing things to love yourself and saying things to yourself that are kind. And so we added that element in it. And I think that's honestly been really important because I do walk by that and I'm like, man, and it's in our living room so everybody can see it.
1: Right.
0: Um, so, okay. Like let's touch on that. Some people who listen to this might be like, why would you put that in your living room for everybody to view it? Because that that's kind of personal, right? Like that's near and dear to us. And so why are we kind of exposing ourselves in that way? How do how do you feel about that? Cause I know I never even asked you like, Hey, can I hang this up in the living room? I just kind of did it. Like, what did you think when you came home and you saw
1: it? Um, Well, we, you hang stuff all over all of our walls. So I wasn't surprised (laughs) that you found something else you wanted to hang. I personally am a big fan of having it in the living room. I think that that space specifically for our family is, is like a really centralized location Mm -hmm. for where we do a lot of life together. Yeah, Uh, We spend a lot of time together. And so I think that that's just in a space for us where like there's a constant reminder um in good seasons and bad seasons and in easy times and hard times that we have something that we can look at as a visual um just as a reminder of of our family mission and Mm -hmm. so to go back you you said our family mission just very simply put like if you're one word it's love If, if you're expanding on that, it's to love God, love people and love ourselves. Mm -hmm. So there's just the three parts. Cause I know like I hear mission statement and that sounds so scary because like you, you said earlier, all right, look at your job, look at your school, look at wherever you're at. There's going to be a mission statement. If you look some of those things up, like it doesn't even make, like you read all of the words and it doesn't make sense. And you're like, I know I read some and I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce half of these things. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be that intimidating or scary. Like it's just simply a, it can be as simple as you want, right? For your family to make it practical. And so I think that's what we wanted is, hey, how can this be as easy as possible? Because the lengthier it gets, or the more we add to it, or the more quote unquote rules, the harder it's going to be to live by. Mm -hmm. And so how can we have a principle and not a, a list of rules? I right. think is where we were at with it, um, and so in doing that, um, let's start talking about some of the nuts and bolts of this thing. Okay, so mm-hmm. we chose the family mission statement, uh, and we just kind of talked about how we develop it, developed it. So, how do we operate? How do we discipline? How do we instill that daily?
0: Yeah, I think it's hard. Um, I won't say that we get it right every day, um, but I think it's something that we can come back to and the fact that it says, I think when I read it, because there have been hard days, right? Like I lose my mind or I yell or I get frustrated or I get easily agitated. Um, and then I have to go back to it and I'm like, man, I feel like I failed at this. And so basically when we do things such as our daily lives when we pray in the morning before we leave because that's something that we've started doing is we pretty much pray this like help us to help people to see you in us help us to operate out of kindness help us to be kind today help us to love others so i think that's one way that we do we start our day off with it Mm -hmm. and it's a great reminder for us but even then sometimes we don't pray because our both of our girls are like because ace isn't old enough but The girls are like, no, it's my turn to pray. It's my turn to pray. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, and they'll pray and I'll hear this. Like, thank you for life today. Please help us to be kind. Like Blake will say it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think it just helps us to have this heart of kindness and have this heart of um, how we can live out truly what our life's mission is that I think was established and defined by God, not just by us. And I think it just kind of helps us get back to that. Um, and then the discipline side of it, I've alluded to it earlier, but whenever Blakeland does something or, you know, she just something she's not supposed to do, she might say something that's not kind or whatever. We just use this and we ask her, what is our family mission? And she knows, like she tells us. And so then we just operate from there and we say, okay, well, do you think that was kind? Well, no. Okay, did that help? No, it didn't. And so then she's able to navigate how she should repair if that's a situation that needs to be repaired or how she can fix it in the future. I think it's the same thing too, not just from the discipline of our child, but helps me to be disciplined in how I respond in certain situations. Mm -hmm. And even if I don't respond the right way, how to repair in those situations. And so I definitely think that those are some ways that we have operated out of that. Um, and just pretty much it is a representation of our values. Um, I don't even think I have to go super detailed in that because this represents who we are and who we want to be.
1: And I think like you're saying, one of the coolest parts about all this to me is just seeing obviously the, the practical elements. And so like we pray in the mornings and we pray our family mission. So Mm -hmm. that's really cool. But then you get the element of like, as our kids, as our girls, because they're old enough or they're starting to get old enough to understand it, as they start understanding it, you can see unprompted mm-hmm. that like I'll be sitting there and I'll say something I'm not supposed to say, mm-hmm. or I'll be joking and it's not taken as a joke, and mm-hmm. or I'm teasing or whatever, just being dad, right? Mm-hmm. And Blake will ask me, Daddy, is that being kind? Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, is that being helpful? Yeah. You need to remember our family mission. And so she is a, like, she knows it. Yeah. Um, And I don't even know, obviously she didn't fully comprehend because she's four years old, right? Yeah. But uh, it's just cool seeing her learn it and even do, like we're talking about instilling this. Like it's instilled in her to the point where she can recognize, hey, this is what this looks like to live out our family mission, Mm -hmm. what we have established as a family. And like you said, what God has called us to live by, what we believe that God calls us to live by. Um, And we can see when we're not doing that and we can point that out and, and redirect it. And it's very humbling you know like Mm -hmm. when a four-year-old tells you because there are times like yeah i'm joking and i'm teasing but then there's times where like yeah man i I, like i might be like i'm being kind of ugly right now yeah and to have a four-year-old kind (laughs) of bring you to your knees on that and say like family mission statement daddy yeah you know like that's just it's cool it's humbling but it's very very cool
0: well yesterday though so Leyland got in trouble Mm -hmm. went to her room or I think Laylin just decided to go to her room. So she wasn't necessarily in trouble, but it was just, a, we said, okay, you can go to the common space or go to your room. She chose to go to her room. So Blakeland goes in there after a little while and closes the door and I can hear her talking to Laylin. And asking her these things like, is what you did kind? What do you think you should do? And she comes out and it's hard because we tell Blakeland, like, you're not the mom or the dad, like you can't discipline yeah.
1: her. Yeah, she's the oldest. Singer. Yeah.
0: But then Layland like trots out and her head is kind of down. And then she comes over and starts, you know, hugging and apologizing. And Lay and Blakeland the whole time is like, Layland, what should you say? What should you do? Was what you did kind? Like, and so we're trying obviously not to laugh because she's trying but it's just it's fun to watch her operate out of this like which is why it's important to have it as one or two sentences like for it to be so simple because it's something that a four-year-old can grasp and something we're trying to raise her out of yeah um but i also like every day i pick her up from school i'm like were you a kind friend today? And it might seem monotonous, but I think it's important too, because I want her to know like, Hey, being kind is something that we really want to try to do. And right. sometimes she'll ask me and I'll be like, yeah, mommy was kind, even though I didn't want to be at right. times, you know, but no I doubt. held it in. So no I think that's why, in, like you said, like the one or two statements is enough. Like, right. and I mean, if somebody wants to take what our mission statement is like, please do it's, it's,
1: it's yeah, going to help just us. A, it's a really delicate balance because, yeah, we want our four-year-old, our two-year-old to be able to understand it mm-hmm. in their in their words and in their right. life. But we want it to be challenging to us right. as we continue to grow as adults. Yeah. And we want it to continue to challenge them. And so if it can challenge you when you're four and challenge you when you're 30, 40, 50, right. like that's, I think, is the goal yeah. of one of these things for sure. Um, and so... You asked me about having it up for everyone to see uh, in our living room and i would say that i think our goal as a family is that well before people made it into our living room space Mm -hmm. they would see that in us
0: that's good
1: um and so that's why to answer your question fully i don't mind it being in the living room at all because i would hope that by the time someone is in my living room that is not a part of my family, like my five, mm-hmm. um, I would hope that they would see that in me already. right? And they'd be like, oh, this makes total sense. Like, yeah. I could have told you that, yeah. you know? And is that always the case? Maybe not. But uh, I, I, I guess that's why I don't have a big issue or really no issue at all with it being up. Yeah. Because my hope is that, again, like by the time someone makes it to my living room mm-hmm. and they've gotten that level of access to me, yeah. that they would already see these things in me.
0: Yeah, that's good. Also, I mean, it's who we, who we want to be and it's who we are. So I feel like if I feel shame of who we want to be or who we are, then maybe I need to reevaluate it. So I'm okay with it being up to, like, I think it's a a great reminder, a great point.
1: And you touched on too, like, yeah, absolutely. If you like our family mission statement, take it. I would say that Like you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be something incredibly original. Like you Mm -hmm. said a second ago, you were listening to an author and, and came up with those three questions, right? You completely stole it. Take whatever you hear and make it yours. Like when you're looking at a family mission, it's not about reinventing the wheel. Right. It's just about something that is practical, that you can live by, that is well-defined, I would say is one of the most important aspects of it. Um, And that it's just something that, that can play out every single Mm -hmm. day uh and so i i don't know that any specific element of our mission statement is original like we've gotten pieces of it from everything and it's just this hodgepodge yeah jumble of words that we've put together um i've heard pastors talk about loving god and loving people Mm -hmm. i know several churches spend a ton of time talking about that and so like those ideas we got from other places i would say like there are elements of our family mission that are unwritten a little bit like I know we spend a ton of time talking about we want to raise our kids in such a way that when they leave us and come home they they when they have the choice to come home mm-hmm. that they want to come back yeah and so i think that also plays into our family mission. Like have we loved our children well well? Mm-hmm. Have we taught them how to love God well? Have we shown them what it looks like through our lives and our walks with God, what that looks like to love God well? Have we mm-hmm. shown them how to love themselves because we love ourselves? And if we've created that environment, then that's a place that they would want to return to. Right. And so even even our family mission, there are elements of it that we live by that are that are unwritten in a sense. But yeah to be original is in my opinion overrated.
0: Yeah, like, I agree.
1: Take what you want from whatever you want, make it yours.
0: I would I will say like if it's somebody listening to this like they're by themselves or um or they're they're single, they don't have children or anything like that, like it's still important to come up with what your values are specifically um, but if you are married or you are engaged or you're dating somebody, like it's important to start having these conversations because you and I came to this together over a extended period of time. Like it was ongoing for us. Yeah. It's not just something I decided on and put it up there. You decided on like we we had conversations about this, which is why it's so important, because if that's exactly what you, th- if this is what you and your family are going to operate out of or just you in general, like you need to be confident that this is something that applies to both of you or your whole family. And you need to make sure that you're both on the same page about it, like anything else. And if you're single, like you really need to make sure that, you know, whoever you do start dating, if you ever do that, your values match up. And so then your mission statement from then on can, can develop. And it's a little bit easier to have these conversations.
1: Right. And I know in some of our, in our previous episode, we talked about, passion and purpose yeah and if you haven't listened go check that thing out yeah shameless plug (laughs) well if you're already listening hopefully you've listened to the first one but um i would say that like even so if i am single if i am a middle school high school young adult older adult wherever Mm -hmm. you are in your walk of life uh, that having a self mission statement yeah uh, is important because i think it defines purpose and passion in your life Mm -hmm. and it gives you something to operate from in everything that you do. I mean, obviously we've talked about, we're coaches and teachers. I think one of my favorite quotes of all time that is a challenge to me is how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. And so having something that you can define for yourself that I'm going to live my life in this way, I think provides so much clarity, context, and purpose to your life uh, so I think it's it's incredibly important. Don't wait until you have a family. Don't wait until you meet somebody. Don't wait until it's too late yeah. in a sense. Yeah, um, that's
0: good. What so, about, well, so then my my next question is for the person listening, because you fell at it at times. So if someone's like, man, I failed at this today, how do we, just something practical that we do what advice can we give them to be like, okay, when we fail at it, this is how we operate out of it. Because there's no, there's no one size fits all with any of this. There's no one size fits all with this mission statement. There's no one size fits all with anything. And there's also no one way to repair or fix or, you know, come back to it. So what would you say is the one thing? Like, if you're like, I failed at this today, how do you come back from that?
1: Well, so I think that obviously having it written down and defined or having it, even if it's not written down, but something that, you know, and can repeat constantly once you've provided yourself that clarity and that perspective, Mm -hmm. it gives you the opportunity to say, I fell short today. Yeah. And when you have that recognition and you have the ability to see that, then you can make necessary adjustments. It's like Mm -hmm. anything we do in life. Um, in my opinion, one of the best teachers is experience. And sometimes we fail in our experiences. And so to say that we're going to get it right all the time is just not accurate. It's not yeah. who we are as people. And we weren't called to be perfect. We're called to be better. Mm-hmm. But it's not It's not possible for us to live these things perfectly. And so giving yourself grace, mm-hmm. first and foremost, because God gives you grace. Yeah. And His grace is sufficient. Uh, But also being able to recognize it and course correct and make those adjustments can only happen when you have a map, when you have something laid out. And so I would say that when we do fail, uh, the reason that you would even feel failure is because you've got something identified and laid out. Mm
0: -hmm. So then
1: figure out what was the root of it and what do I need to do to get rid of the weed?
0: right the same
1: way we would look at a weed in our garden in our Mm -hmm. grass or whatever okay i gotta extract the root gotta get the root so this thing doesn't keep growing uh and then how can i make sure that i repair Mm -hmm. this area where do i lay seed now right uh so whether that's like you alluded to earlier do we go if it's a relationship do we seek forgiveness do we seek forgiveness from ourselves Mm -hmm. because i think sometimes For a lot of us, the hardest person to forgive is ourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's part of our family mission. Like we've talked about, love God, love people, love ourselves. And so do I need to seek forgiveness and apologize to myself? Um, And then once that has happened, you've got to move forward. There's not a place for dwelling. So recognize it, repair, recognize repair, and then let's progress. Let's keep moving forward.
0: That's good. I will say like one thing that helps me is like, It's in our living room. So when I walk through our door to go to bed, right, and I shut the door and we shut down and then I'm walking back out like the following day, like to me, it's like just a reminder. Okay, it's a new day. You're stepping into a new area. You're stepping into a new day. You're stepping into new grace. You're stepping into a new opportunity. To live this out. And so, like, I know that might sound like kind of, you know, corny, but like, that's literally a visual I have to have, like, okay, I'm stepping through this doorway now. I'm entering into our living room to see this mission statement. It's new grace. And so I can live in that. And so I think like you, I mean, it pretty much ties into what you said, but we're going to get it wrong. And so it's just about having ways that your family decides how do you repair that? So, yeah.
1: And I think that's a tough spirit to handle, like the spirit of failure It's very difficult. I know I struggle with that tremendously. Mm -hmm. And not to continue to harp on this, I think we'll get to this later on in other episodes, but I mean, we're coaches and teachers. And I know we tell our athletes all the time, When I coach you hard, when I correct you, I'm correcting an action. I'm not correcting the person. And when you fail, you are not a failure. You failed at doing something Mm -hmm. and we can get that right. 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 Yeah. And so you have to be able to identify that, that I, I failed in this event. I failed in this area that does not define who I am. Mm -hmm. God defines who I am. And so like you just talked about, I think that's awesome. Like walking out of this bedroom door and seeing that mission statement and experiencing the newness. Mm -hmm. Because yesterday's failures are not today's problems and solutions. We might have stuff that we need to go fix, but we don't need to continue to carry those burdens, Mm -hmm. I guess is what I should have said. So yesterday's failures are not today's burdens. We've got to experience newness in that area and you are not a failure when you fall short. You failed in an event, you failed for a moment, but that does not define who you are.
0: Yeah, and it's a roadmap of who we're trying to become. Right. Every day, so that's good. Um, well, we hope that this episode has helped you. is a little serves as a little bit of a guide for you, and that is something that you could take with you. Um, and we would love to hear some of your mission statements, how you come up, what you come up with, how you how you come up with it. And things like that. I think it's just great to share those things with other people because it's a community, right? That's what we're trying to create right now. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you you for joining us. Yep. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.
1: Yep. Peace.
0: That's it for our show today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review and share this episode with a friend. Tune in next week for more fun and connection. In the meantime, don't forget to visit our website, view our blog, and connect with us on social media throughout the week. Don't forget to fill your glass this week. Share this episode with a friend and invite them to have a glass with us. We can't wait to hang out with you again. This episode is brought to you by Rambo Media. Thanks for tuning in.